What's up, soccer players? Welcome to this latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, where my main man, Berg. Berg, what's going on, bro? I'm blessed, man. I am blessed. Uh, Rent a few errands today. Got to take the dog to the vet. That dog had a, it's like a laceration in his paws. Like, oh, really? Yeah, because oh. he's running wild around the house. Whenever people are passing by the house, like he wants to jump. You've been to that house, right? So you see in the fence, yeah. like he's trying to, like, ah, yeah, like scratch the fence. Ooh, and then he's oh. um, one of his um, how do you call this? They have like these little black pads under. Yeah, there. like the yeah, little the that, little rubber. Yeah, one of that got got cut, and oh, he couldn't, he couldn't oh. run around for two weeks, bro. Oh, when I tell you, when a dog is not active. Mm. Oh, it's like a ball of condensed energy inside your house. Oy, Any oy. movement that you do, he thinks it's playtime. And then he starts running around and biting you, playing with you. Doesn't want to stop. Now, it's great for me. But when he starts <laughs> doing that with the baby, uh, that's a different story. Like, that, yeah, just, that's a different story. To, yeah, he's trying to hump the baby. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. He's trying to hump the baby. That was crazy. <laughs> oh that wow. was crazy man how about you man how, how, how your week been uh week is good man week is good uh hopefully you know right now at work i'm kind of crushed with a high injury caseload so hopefully it lightens up Oof. in the in the next few weeks but yeah, i got uh, some work the work cut out for you yeah 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 but comes with the comes with the territory but you know these are kids they'll get better mm-hmm. they'll bounce back and we'll we'll move forward okay what but, we got um, today? What we got? Today's a cool one, I think. Uh, something that used to be a tool that wasn't really accessible to the general public too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that, you know, you used to have to go to an exercise science lab to to really get a good, good, accurate metric on. Uh, but in the past, you know, 10 years or so, mm-hmm. it's it's become more and more common and consumer friendly. And that's heart rate monitoring. Oh, man. Yeah, it's exactly college. It's a, it's a lot in college now. Like you wasn't wasn't the case back in college. Now, like uh, like a few college will start using heart rate monitor for their players. It's 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 like the um, I like that though. I like the fact that because you used to your 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 soccer coach being like the old school guy. Like hey, like we we running to the ground during training. Right <laughs> now, it's not the case anymore. Now, like people are using more. Now they're listening a, a little bit to the to the strength and conditioning coach. Now I don't know if that's the case everywhere because there's different culture every places. But I feel like, like you said, I, I'm seeing this more and more. I'm even seeing this in you know casual soccer players just using this. Yeah, yeah, and training. even just casual fitness. I mean, Orange Theory is entirely built off of heart rate oh, yeah. monitoring. Yeah. 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 Oh shoot! I didn't think I, about that. Yeah, yeah my, I think my, that was the first one, really, like the first, my, uh, you know, common one. My uh, my wife um, has a has a membership there, and she has the thing. And I always wonder what is that thing that she wears? It's not a watch. And then now that you mention it, I was like, oh shoot! It's a heart rate monitor the whole time. I didn't. I never put that together. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you why, why do we talk about? Uh, you use it. You train. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, but I want to hear your perspective first. Um, so in in part one, we're going to talk about 
your kind of thoughts. And even if you have some thoughts from, from your wife and even orange theory, that'd be an interesting perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like what, what's your experience been like? Um, so I, I don't have a fancy heart rate monitor, but I do have another fancy gadget that's cost a lot of money. It's called an Apple watch. <laughs> so, I, so I use a heart rate monitor on that, but it's funny that you mentioned it because I've never looked, I've only looked at the, my max heart rate, mm, you know, mm. and it goes like 200, 203, 205, right? That's the only thing I looked at. But earlier last week, when you put the episode topic on, on, uh, on the share notepad and I'm looking at, uh, you said heart rate variability. And I was like, man, I don't know too much about that. Like, I really don't know. I know about heart rate variability, but from a useful practical standpoint to look at your heart rate and 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 make decision from that, I've never done it. And then I just I just go onto um, the workout app um, on my Apple Watch. And then there's a section that's called fitness where you can look in depth at your workout. And then I I looked at my um I look at my um I played soccer last Saturday, so I looked at my 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 heart rate throughout the whole game. Right? So for for the past the past three weeks, I just look at okay, I play soccer September this, September that, and then I just look at the data for the heart rate. And I noticed that in the beginning of the game, we play soccer for two hours from four to six, right? From four to like five or nine, like my heart rate is pretty much around like the, the 190 range, 189, 190 range. But as soon as the hour mark finishes and then it drops, <laughs> it drops <laughs> to like 160, 140, and then 170. And it just, it's a, it's a, it's a big dip. And I was like, oh, yeah, like every once it's like 5.15, I noticed that I'm not running as much anymore. Like I do want to run. I do want to make those um, bouts of intensity. I do want to run back and track back because I play a little bit in the midfield and tracking back um, to play defense. There's less of that um, in the second half. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I I get it. I'm tired (laughs) in the second half. (laughs) So. That's and then I know this. It's like, oh wow! Like I, I never looked at that before. Like I can literally look at my the 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 fitness app and look at my heart rate and and confirm. Like this is what this is the the key point. I confirmed it. Now, if you can confirm it, then you can con- you can track it. You can track your heart rate. Uh, uh, I guess you're not viability because heart rate viability because the Apple watch doesn't show that, but just look at the, like the, the peak of your heart rate to wow, like that two hour mark. And I know this like a considerate drop in a second, like towards the, the second half of the game. And I was like, Oh, this is something that I can actually train, but I can actually train that, that there was this available data. It's like, Oh, okay. Then again, I knew that I knew that I'm supposed to train, but I'm like, Oh, like, that it put it into context for me. Like, oh, after an hour of playing soccer, this is your max. You get tired. Like, if I really want to give the same output towards from 5 o'clock, from 4 to 5, I'm good. But from 5 to 6, there's a dip in performance. So if I want to improve that, I need to train um, more. Uh, I need to do a little bit more cardio that week so I can sustain that. 
Another interesting thing I noticed that this this was interesting, right? So this week I trained. This week I worked out. I worked out sick. I work out every day except for today, right? Because I was like, I want to play really great this Sunday. Like I'm gonna train. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna do a little bit of cardio. And then I went on the field yesterday, and I I, I was like, I was like, shit, like I. Mm. I, I was crap. Hmm. I was crap. I burned about a thousand calories, but we played for two hours. And I was hmm. like, damn, like what happened? So there's a couple factors. Why right? I look at my watch, I look at all my training. Not once did I went past 180. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go past 180 at all, even though I was doing ball drills and stuff like that. But I did not, my heart rate did not go past 180. Hmm. So obviously that, that, that translated in a pitch because when I'm playing soccer, like heart rates are around like 200 when I'm doing those high intensity bouts. So not once did I get my heart rate to that peak to in a week. So obviously, I, you know, I, I couldn't perform that way. The other thing I noticed too, is just, um, I was very tired, like the sleeping the whole week. I'm not sleeping well. So that also showed in my performance, like my heart rate didn't go like even doing a game, like the the bouts of intensity throughout the game was very low. So either I'm not training well or I'm too tired. So those are mm. two data points that um, when I looked at my heart rate, heart rate, these are the things that I got. And I was like, oh, okay. And then there's another week, I know this, I train, but I didn't train every day, right? Same thing, I'm still not sleeping well. Right, the, 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 that took two weeks before. I wasn't sleeping well either, but I trained less. I I trained like three times that week instead of last week. I trained six days a week. Two weeks ago, I trained three times that week. And one of the time, I I did some like I I ran. I went outside. I did. I ran for like fifteen minutes. Like cardio, fifteen minutes. Heart rate about one sixty between one sixty six to one seventy five. Right, steady. Mm-hmm steady and then i did some ball drills that got my heart rate up there was the conditioning that i did for that week went and played soccer and i look at my heart rate like average was like 180 175 one i think 177 i burned 1400 calories and i played well mm-hmm. so i was like oh maybe comparing the two maybe if i work out only three times a week um, two times strength training and then one time it's just like for 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 fitness. I train cardio, I train for fitness. Then maybe that translates better to my game, right? So this is what I notice when you mention heart rate viability, and I just look at the data and I put two two together, and I was like, oh, that explained my performance. Um, so it, it it is very useful. It's very useful, very useful too. If you know how to read those charts, not everybody knows how to read and and make deduction from those charts, but it's certainly doable. It's not it's not that hard. And I, I think that one thing that is important is you don't necessarily, of course, uh, the knowledge to interpret and uh, critically examine the data. It's it's tough to get to, but. Without that knowledge, you can still ask critical questions, right? So just like you said, you know, when you're looking at your graph, you're like, hmm, why is that 
that way, you know, when, yeah. you know, two for weeks ago. Weeks straight, for three weeks straight, I look at my phone every hour after an hour playing soccer, performance just dipped. And it's yeah. not just the, the, the watch thing. It, I know this, this myself when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. And we, we say it all the time here. Trends are important and they matter. And if you look at them, they will give you the answer that you that you're looking for. Uh, and when things are, you know, blatantly in front of you three weeks in a row, you're like, OK, maybe, you know, it's worth it to, to try and do something just a little bit different. Um, that may or may not mean, you know, reaching out to people like me and Berg to try and help you out. But, you know, you you at this point, if you're reading a graph about your heart rate, you have a lot of experience as a player. Um, and chances are you're interested in your own body. You've probably done some reading as to, you know, what heart rate is and things like that and how it actually works. Um, and you'd be surprised, you know, it's because we, we, a lot of us play every week and we kind of take for granted things like, you know, oh man, I always get tired minute 60 or, you know, always minute 80. I just always cramp up because that's how I am. But, um, you know, it's never too late to do things about that. I agree. I agree. I was reading an article, um, and they said, uh, some of these players, like the college players, like they know they've been watched. They know they've been tracked and they go, <laughs> they go intense every training <laughs> because they know they've been tracked. <laughs> All right. They know they've been tracked. It's, it, uh, it, I feel like that can be a double-edged sword too, because you know, you want to go light on those certain days. Um, and players like me, even when we go light, I'm still going to put like a lot of like go intense because I know I'm being recorded. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And, you know, that's, that's part of the game these days is uh, it's something that, you know, when you're in, let's say, 12th grade gym class and, you know, the gym teacher turns his head around, you might cheat on some push ups. But, mm. you know, now if they're tracking you, nah, if they're tracking you. They know. <laughs> they, know. <laughs> they know you can't you can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. That's good. But I, I like the um, I like the fact that that's been a lot of people are getting they open up to the idea of using a, a heart rate monitor, right? Because there's a lot of data you can you can have, especially, you know, for the typical old school coaches who just want to run all day, right? It's not just measuring your performance here, right? You also, with heart rate variability for those um, expensive heart rate monitors, like you also check heart rate variability, which can tell you that, you, hey, it's not that your peers are not fit. It's they're tired. They're exhausted. That's why they're not performing. So they don't need more long drills. They need short, high-intensity drills for now. You can't go long and hard every day. Why right? you can go long some days and then and long and long and light some days and then short and intense some other day. But you can't do both all the time. Because your player is going to get exhausted and a heart rate monitor is going to show that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's important, you know, to, to critically examine the data and everything. That's crazy. Um, I remember, um, I try, I, I, I try out when I, my freshman year, I try out for soccer, right? I try out. I still told the coach, I love soccer. I play all the time. Like, um, you know, like, is there tryouts? He said, well, why don't you hop in, right? It's the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, like, this is how it is. Let me try out, man. So all they were doing that day was just fitness drills, right? This guy had us run, like, we're talking like a whole field, whole soccer, the whole football field, not soccer, football field, right? Mm-hmm. He had us do, like, between 
eight laps running that and we're not we eight laps like we're not talking like we're jogging not nah, like we moderate, moderate level speed it's like i'm training for track so we do that after that i'm like okay so like that's done we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna use the ball after that he had us do like suicides <laughs> and then he had us do like like ball drills but it was just like high intensity like you gotta chase afterwards mm. you and then after you're done that's when you play and I'm, I was uh, done. Like I, I, I couldn't play. I started cramping up. I said, "When the time we're about to play, I was like, I can't play. Like I'm cramping up." Yeah. I was like, "This is this is college soccer. <laughs> like, this, like that's crazy." Bro. Granted, you know, I wasn't fit, you know, but at the same time, I like, in retrospect, I started thinking about. It. I was like, "Why did he had us run so much?" <laughs> like, oh, he he had us run, and it, you could. I was cramping and you can tell the other players they were tired but nobody yeah. say anything nope so that style of training where we're going long and then towards the end we're going hard like your heart the heart rate monitor will show that like you you try to play a like you try to go to training or you're trying to play a game two days later and you're exhausted yeah that's no, one that's of the true. that if if Hey, they might not listen. The coach might not listen to you as the rehab guy who has the strength and conditioning guy looking at the data. You look, you, they might not listen to you. You run into this hard-headed coach um, who's old school and you want to do a lot of long runs. They might not listen to you because you know that, hey, if you're going long and hard all the time, this players going to get exhausted. They might not listen to you, but if you show them the data, say, hey, look at these your players. Doing this game, look at look at the amount of intensity run. They, they, they it's very you couldn't because they're exhausted. At least you might get some more binds. Yeah, and that's for and the rehab expert who uses. And you know, you have a your head coach. You know, your manager's a little bit more old school and want to do high intensity training long all the time. Then you can present that to them. That might that might help change things to another direction. Even with the the old school coaches, you can show them that, you know, it, it doesn't take a genius to start to interpret what a heart rate graph looks like, right? And in your example of, you know, like we ran a bunch of laps and then we did a bunch of suicides and then we played after, you, you will be able to literally see in the heart rate graph, like, oh, this is what type of training we do. You say this drill stopped there because... You know, everything to the left looks completely different than everything to the right. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't take a genius to look at that and be like, that doesn't look like soccer. You know, that looks like you went out <laughs> on a long run and, you know, you never stopped. Bro. Um, and yeah, was... even when you look at like the heart rate zones and everything like that, it's like if you're running laps, you're never getting to, you know, your your peak heart rate because you're going at the same speed the whole time. And you'll never get there until you literally get exhausted until you know your body stops and i was it's, dead yeah I was it's, dead. it's not right i was yeah. dead i was dead how about you man like you use this i, know I you do have access you have no you have access to them <laughs> i do i do we'll tell you more right about that when we come back from our commercial break so don't go anywhere this episode is brought to you by team builder if you're a physical therapist fitness coach or personal trainer 
you need to know that Team Builder is the number one app for exercise prescription. Whether you're working with a few clients one-on-one -on -one as a side hustle, or you're working with hundreds of athletes in an academy setting, there's no better app to prescribe exercises for remote or in-person training than Team Builder. As someone who's used Team Builder for over two years, I can wholeheartedly say it saves me time and helps my clients perform at their best. As a bonus, Team Builder is offering a 12-week soccer strength and conditioning program that comes with your 14-day free trial. This program focuses on increasing strength, power, and speed, all while reducing risk of injury. Head over to teambuilder.com and sign up with the code SFE to get started. Vitruve is a reliable, affordable, and easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about Vitruve today. All right, we are back on the soccer fitness experience. And Berg, you know, my my journey into the heart rate world was almost exactly the same as yours. Huh? It was from the Apple Watch. <laughs> you know, that's what we have, man. We don't have yeah. access to big equipment. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I kind of got exposed in what year was that? 2019, I'll say, around then. Um where you know that at the time I was I was still a student and I was trying to get more into soccer and more into strength and conditioning yada 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 and um I was like man like you know this this whole Apple Watch thing now they got a heart rate on it it seems like something that could be quite useful so um I ended up getting one and it it's one of those where at the time I was using it more so to learn about how to interpret and analyze that data and less so because it's like, you know, I, I wanted to just kind of have it as a hobby. So, I mean, I, I took it pretty seriously. Um, and at the time I was also learning about GPS and I kind of put the two together because I was using my watch to track my heart rate and I was using the GPS to track my distances and things like that. And I was also combining that with RPE and I, I did that for, maybe three to six months. And I, I learned a lot because I learned that one intensity is everything. Um, mm. If you're not training at the proper intensity, which is easy to do if you don't have someone there with you. Um, if you're not training at the proper intensity, your, your heart rate isn't going to be where you want it to be when you're fit, when you're running, when you're sprinting and when you're resting. And it, it all kind of goes together. And one of the things I really learned about it from an RPE perspective was that they they match up almost entirely. And there's tons of paper saying, you know, you don't really need heart rate because if you track your RPE, it'll give you a very, very accurate metric that kind of mirrors that. And when I was reading all that, I was like, eh, like, I don't know. I feel like, surprising you know, <laughs> but thing, it's surprising true. me, man. It's surprising me. It's, it's entirely true. I like, I can go back and look at my data and, Every single session, the RPE, which is the rate of perceived exertion, which is zero to 10, how difficult was your training today? 
it has a direct correlation with your heart rate always, every single time. Every single time. Yeah. It's weird. You know when you train and you dead. Like, you know. It's it's not a, no, when you dead, you dead. Like, you know this. Yeah. And also, when the workout is light, you know when the workout is light. Yeah. 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 at our age and, you know, if you don't have, let's say you're training on your own, it is hard to work up to that intensity you're supposed to be at because, you know, it's it's difficult. But if you have a number there and even at the end of the session, you're able to say like, oh, man, like I, I only, you know, my average today was 140. That's a low day, you know. It gives you time to reflect and say, you know what, next time. I'm going to train harder, but also how do I set myself up for a session to do that as well? Because anybody can come at you and look at you and say like, oh, you didn't work too hard. You got to train harder. But like exactly how? And a lot of the times the way you structure your session, the way you plan your session, your activities, your rest periods, everything will have an impact on your heart rate. So um, those are kind of like my, my initial thoughts. Had a, did you modify any of your training uh, based on those data? Uh, for myself, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> okay. But for others, yes, of uh, course. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not exactly the, the best patient or client in the world to work with. But uh, with other people, it's like, yeah, if we can have a chance to be specific with some things, then yeah, let's do it. Especially for the athletes who are coming back off after a long-term injury where you think of your drill in your head and you're like, Oh, you know what? That doesn't seem too difficult. But for them, it's like, wow, like this is actually difficult because everybody else who's had a short-term injury, they're out two, three weeks, but I've been out six months and wow, I forgot what it's like to run two laps. And oh, because of oh, that, that's their heart rate is through the roof. That's interesting and, uh, to use yeah. it to use it during the rehab process, but that's during the later phase when they're coming back, right? Yeah, yeah, um, when they're kind of returning to play and everything like that. Um, and you can really look at it between drills to assess how is this athlete recovering from high intensity bouts? Because if you're not conditioned, it's going to take you a really long time. And I, I I even at the um, United Soccer Coaches Conference in Baltimore in 2019, actually, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was watching a presentation and one of the presenters was like, yeah, I don't care how high your heart rate goes, hmm. but what I care about is how quickly it drops quickly, because, yeah. you know, that's, that's that heart rate recovery and that'll show you a true mark of fitness. Um, so yeah. And even putting a number to that, because you can look at somebody, we've all been, you know, that player where it's like the coach looks at you and, and they're like, Oh, are you good? And we're like, yeah, I'm good. But on the inside, I'm like holding my breath. Cause I don't want yeah. you know, exactly. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> on the inside you dead, but I used to hate that when I, when I, when I'm playing, like, especially those, those amateur games and you just made the run. You just made a run. You just went forward. You just did a pass, did a run. Okay. And then somebody lost the ball. And then you have to run back. Yep. And then yep. you're in your head, you're like, I do not want to run back right now, but I have to. <laughs> and then you start running. Oh, the lungs burn. Yeah. Yep. It burns. It burns. The first game of the season. Oh, God. It's brutal. Fifty yep. the season. Oh. I'm tracking back. I'm I'm not complaining as much. This is this is good. 
Nothing feels great, man, when you fit and you're playing the game. Nothing feels better. Now, how, how do you know when you're fit? Because when I, I know I'm fit where... I feel it. I don't, I, don't look, I don't need to look at data. I just feel it. Right? Like, that's the craziest part, too, of, like, you know, you you just you play and you're like... I, I typically don't realize it until I either come out or the game's over. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. you, you My, my not, physical state. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my physicality was not a limiting factor on my play today. Nah. Like, every single play I made... And physically, I felt up for it every single time. And I'm saying this is a great feeling. So, so this is the first game, game of the season, I'm done playing. Like, man, you have to get a stretcher to get me out. That's how my whole body hurts. Fifth game, game ends, and I'm like, I'm still good. I'm right, yeah. a little ace in there, but I'm good. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. good. You sharp, too. That's the thing. That's the best thing. You feel, you feel sharp. Yeah, you might not need a heart rate monitor for that, but yeah, just sometimes having one helps. But when you're sharp, man, you you know it's like damn, like I feel like I've been running, I've been making plays after plays, and you know I'm I'm still I'm still not tired. Yes, no, it's it's true, and when you when you feel it, and like you said. It's all about confirming, and I really like that that you said that because it's it's not about just looking at the number and making an immediate decision. Mm-hmm. Um, you should have a preconceived notion or a hypothesis or at least an idea of what you're going to look at before you actually look at the data mm-hmm. because the the data you can draw any conclusion from it that you want you you could tell any story from any piece of data, but it has to be the right story and you have to have that idea before you look into it. Otherwise, you might draw the, the wrong conclusion. Oh, you also mentioned, uh, how do I know? The other thing I know is just my willingness to ask the ball in difficult spot mm. and decision-making. Mm-hmm. When I'm tired, I'm not asking for that ball in between, like, three players. Hell no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Switch it. Switch, switch, don't <laughs> give it to me. But when I'm when when I'm sharp, man, three players, I'm I'm making the run and I'm showing that hey, give me the ball here. Like I'm I have more, what's it called? I'm more courageous. I take more risk. When I'm tired, when I'm not fit, man, I'm not getting no. Don't mm. give me the ball. Mm. Don't give me the ball. That's one thing I know this when I'm when 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 I'm fit. Yeah, and I ask for the ball when I'm not fit, though. I'm a little timid, a little timid with my with 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 when I'm on the ball. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that's pretty much a, a wrap for today's episode. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and be sure, as always, to uh, comment, put a review, share with your friends, share with your family, share with teammates, uh, your coaches, anybody who you feel like might draw value from this. Um, and yeah, we'll see you all next week. Peace out.